Hi everybody, welcome to episode 6. My name is Gemma, otherwise known as Filthy. And hi everyone, my name is Judd, also known as Gorgeous, and welcome to Filthy Filthy and Gorgeous. Right, where to start? We're talking about uh, friendship today, friends. Friends. (laughs) Um, Obviously, we've been friends and we've touched on it on quite a lot of the podcast has been about our friendship and our views and stuff. So um, we thought we'd talk about some of our other friends um, and, you know, other friendships that we have. I think it's quite a nice, well-rounded way to keep the podcast going. Yeah, definitely, because we've both grown up in different areas, in different, um, like, stages of life, as it were. We've got a few years between us. Mm. So it's we thought it would be good to obviously talk about how how we started friendships, how we've maintained and how we haven't maintained how some. We, yeah, how we haven't, <laughs> yeah, some purposely left behind. Yeah. And just go from there really, I think. Yeah, I mean even I think I've left some friendships behind that I didn't mean to leave behind. Yeah. But I I feel like that happens with everybody, doesn't it? And I feel like um you know those those kind of things happen when you're younger and maybe you're not as socially aware I feel like I see a lot of uh younger people talking or posting or whatever and it's like well if you don't bother to talk to me why should I bother to talk to you I'm gonna leave you and never speak to you again yeah whereas I feel like it's a two-way street sometimes one friend is gonna be busy or they're gonna feel like crap and they're gonna isolate and as a friend that's your time to reach out and then in other times it might be role reversed and it's their time to reach out and I think as you get older you kind of realise that and I feel like there are a few friendships from when I was younger that you know time went on and on and on I thought why should I reach out first but I feel like that was quite an immature lookout compared to how I look at things now so Mm. now I can go a few weeks a few months without talking to certain friends and then pick up and talk to them as if absolutely nothing had happened, like as if we'd spoken yesterday and there's no weird feeling about it. It's just, oh, we're both really busy. You know, we're not even local. Or I've got a friend that lives five minutes up the road, but, you know, she's got a fiancé and kids and a house and a job and I'm, like, busy trying to find another job and I'm working and I'm doing things every weekend and we're doing this podcast. So it's like life takes over. Oh, yeah. I think... Um, especially from growing up and from being so young you then have your if you did have any siblings or any like family like cousins they're kind of like your first kind of like friends and everything obviously you grow with them for life anyway and then when you go to school you then have your you then obviously get your friends and everything from there and then it kind of evolves as you get older you go to different places and everything and then I think with how you how you mature and how you get older you then pointing from what you said you then realize that you shouldn't be like oh if I, you're not going to talk to me then I'm not going to bother you kind of cut all that out and then you decide if people are active in your life and everything else then you put more effort into being in touch with them and then as you said you can be weeks and potentially months apart or whatever as you said life does take over and you don't need to constantly check in with them you can be like oh haven't spoken to 
flip-flop in a while let me um, let me message them check in with them and see yeah. how they are and then you just you it's not like oh you've got some kind of like social contract to get in touch with them you yeah. do it uh, on your own terms as you want to and it is nice to get um messages or whatever out the blue because yeah. then you feel like oh that person's thinking of you and then you go on from there yeah i mean my childhood was very different to yours i wasn't close to my cousins at all like socially mm. um probably because of the geographical thing Distance, you know yeah um but um my sister wasn't even like i i we weren't particularly close as children either she wasn't really fussed about playing with me or anything like that Aww. so I had a best friend in primary school um, and he had three brothers and I basically was just around there all the time and became like an honorary sibling <laughs> to them um, so yeah but I mean I in regards to like like you said about growing up and messaging people it is that thing of I will see something that will remind me of someone and that will be the prompt to message them oh yeah. I saw this thing and I thought of you or this that and the other and there was a time uh, way before lockdown that I used to get really insecure when friends would not message me or you'd see like a couple of friends have gone out and done something and you weren't invited and and there how was... dare you didn't invite me yeah and I feel like that's such a negative viewpoint to take like if you weren't invited if you weren't if I hadn't made myself involved in a conversation and it does happen two people have a conversation oh we should go there and do this thing and they just don't think maybe we should add so and so but I feel like it, it was m more my insecurity in myself and being accepted into a friendship group taking that personally now I'm much more confident in myself I'm much more happy to be on my own I'm much more happy to do things on my own so therefore I feel confident and happy when I'm with friends and valuing the time that I spend with them yeah um, I mean I go and do walks in London on my own and I go to cafes on my own and things like that and when I was insecure with my friends and I got upset about being left out I wasn't confident on my own to go and do that stuff yeah. so now I'm confident and happy with me on my own I feel like I don't put as much pressure on my friends to make sure they're including me in stuff because I don't think that's fair my insecurities shouldn't make them worry that I'm going to get upset if they don't invite me to stuff and then they're like, oh, we mustn't um, tread on, <laughs> mustn't tread on Gemma's toes. We need to make sure to invite her every single time, and be like, oh no. And it's just one of those. Yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel seen and heard because I used to feel like that, mm. especially with at one of my last places of work, my um, friendship group there. Um, if they were doing things without me, I would take it extremely personal, and I did yeah. call them out on it. And there was a lot of. Um, interesting conversations that happened oh afterwards but I, I just explained that I was feeling like this there was no hate or anything above it it was just me feeling insecure and that that FOMO yeah I didn't I didn't like the fact that they were doing things without me and I was missing out on it and that they were progressing with their friendship and not having me included and it was just I didn't want to lose them yeah and I'm also not do and also miss out on doing the things with them. I didn't like to feel but like that. I feel like there's a, a, a difference there, though, because that's a new friendship group that is bonding and they're deliberately choosing to leave someone out. And I've, I've worked in a place where there was a group of six or eight girls that were there and, like, half of the team was new. 
and half of the team were like solid old not old timers but solid people that had been there a while yeah and there was one girl who was a, li- a little bit emotionally more immature than the rest of the team mm-hmm. um and i think very insecure she wanted to impress people she wanted to fit in she had that little if i say she had like that puppy personality that people pleaser that happy bouncy yeah. lots of energy all the time like constantly in your face constantly wants to be here there and everywhere yeah and and the girls you know found it a little bit draining they're like oh god we just want to sit and chill and eat our lunch and not have someone jumping around and being hyperactive 24 7 which i get yeah but then she ended up feeling very left out because obviously their friendship group became tighter and closer because they were doing lunch and going for drinks and having chit chat at the tea station and whatever and she wasn't being invited now as a, a manager or a senior that's that someone comes to you and says they feel left out well you can't force people you can't force to people socialize, to socialize yeah but at the same time it's not nice to leave someone out especially when that is a department that is a group and you're singling out one very specific person yeah. and i did feel really bad about it and it's like you can see it from both perspectives yeah. I don't think Lee, in that situation you invite them to lunch. You do, even if it's like twice a week or something, just so they don't feel left out. Or you say, can you go and sit with them at lunch today and we'll go off and you can say, oh, well, I'll tag along with her today or whatever and do it in a rotation. So she doesn't feel left out because there's someone there, so it's not as noticeable for her, mm-hmm. rather than literally just leaving her to sit on her own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Um, I've not, thankfully, I've not been in that position myself, or as far as I'm aware, they may have been doing things in the background. I had no idea about. Totally did that to you at the hotel. <laughs> of course she did. Of course she did. I've known you for too long. Um, but there's also um, there is I have you can see it from both sides. There were people, especially in my last place that I was working, that um, we had our like lunchtime coordinated with each other so then we had lunch at the same time we called ourselves the 130s because we do every time that we had like we knew we were going to have lunch at that time or we had that hour and we did all kinds of things we went to um shops down the road we went to the park behind and we, we had our specific tables that we sat at nobody else was allowed to sit at those tables oh my they god were, you were the mean girls yeah we were the we were the plastics mixed with the coolest people that you'll ever want to be. Yeah, because you're not mean, but you know what I meant when I said the mean girls. Yeah, like, of course. Like, you had your table. We had our clique. Yeah. And that was that was what we had. And we'd get constantly told off by people saying, because apparently we were too loud. Um, yeah, that person didn't last long. Um, and then we had um, other people that came in that we kind of like, it was weird, because we wanted to include people, and then they would kind of like, they couldn't deal with how upbeat and how energetic in that we were so they just like people just left yeah and I, I then feel we had like, um sorry when when you're in a group and someone's new coming in you've got to be very confident in yourself to join an already established group yeah i think um, especially with other ones you kind of you ha- you gotta like find your way in in a weird way and also i think it helped when people did come into our like um our lunchtime group as it were 
they worked in the same department as other people and they were like oh if you're new why don't you come along to to our lunch time we, we, we go at this time you can meet other people so you can get established and make friends that way and so and some people did very well and there was one person that didn't oh didn't go too well and they just weren't that yeah they they didn't last long in the company either and they it was there was a bit of they just didn't fit well there was some very they weren't as i'm not really sure what to say and there was some criteria which she was just not hitting ah and there was a lot there was different situations which she was involved in outside of work oh dear um and we it it didn't go well and she left and it, we were very thankful yeah it's not just about doing your job it's about fitting the company culture and fitting the the company ethos and fitting in with the people that work there that's like a huge thing that i think i discovered working in lots of different places is you need to find um, people that you're happy to work with because mm. they might not be your what I would call personal friends people you do things in your own time but work friends take up like a large proportion of your week don't they oh and, yeah and, and your life and have a huge impact on your mental health if you go to work and you've got a crappy team where everyone's like really miserable and like just it's it's just a drag of a day it pulls you down and you don't yeah. feel that motivated yeah whereas like if you have like the best team and everyone's really like not necessarily always really hyped but just like happy to be working with each other and like you know the day might be stressful but at least you've got a good team with you and you have that vibe and that 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 feeling going on that is something that is like no money can buy and i think it's mm. like amazing when that happens where people just click and it just works it makes it so much better and the day just goes quicker and you you feel you kind of like feel happy and proud because you know that you're working really well and you've accomplished all of this stuff and you've met specific deadlines and it's just like wow we worked we worked really well today and we got all of this done yeah. and it just makes the day so much better yeah 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 definitely and i feel like um i don't really have many close friends from work that i keep in touch with now mm. i have them on social media and you know i'll see a post and i'll comment and be like amazing or that's really great or whatever um but i don't really see them one-to-one -one or out like i don't see them anymore like i think yeah. I, I obviously see you um, but, naturally <laughs> but I feel like you're one of the, the very few people that I've met through work that I actually physically see right um, the others I keep on in touch with online there's like one person but he's married with a kid now that I've seen a few times uptown which is easier when you're, you're local to them and you can meet each other after work and stuff yeah um, but most of my friends have just been from when I've met people either at school or college or uni or you know going out and meeting people because I feel like there's two versions of yourself isn't there there's the work version and there's a personal version yeah and people that meet the personal version wouldn't recognize the work, work version one. 
Um, but the work version people, if you get close enough to them, can they'll see aspects of the personal you. And then when you go out and hang out with them, then they see both sides. Both sides. And I feel like that's so that's okay. That's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, most of my friends. I mean, I have a very small friendship group now i have acquaintance acquaintances i have people from college that's a big group and as a group of about 16 of us we meet maybe twice a year once in the summer and once around christmas yeah and then individually we'll do little things between ourselves Mm -hmm. but as a big group we meet up like twice a year um and we don't have to like we're not we have a group chat but it's not like everybody's posting on it every day or anything like that again life takes over and you just yeah. you just check in every now and then yeah and then I, and then my close close circle is obviously you uh my two leases one i knew i met in secondary school uh the other lisa i met in college um and charlie who i met through the college lot um and she's a very new friend but she became very quickly a very close friend because um I had a seizure and I couldn't be left alone and she lived sort of about half an hour's drive away um, and I my mum needed to go back to work she couldn't monitor me but because I'd had a seizure I needed someone to monitor me for like 24 hours to make sure I didn't have any more yeah and she bearing in mind I'd only known her three months she was like I'll drive over I'll come and sit with you and I she basically bless her was she's a, a, a freelance um, editor and writer she was editing a book while I was basically on the sofa asleep because I was so drained from what had happened and, yeah um, but ever since then like we've we've been extremely close and I feel like um, we're very similar in some ways and very different in others yeah um, and that's why it works it's that whole chalk and cheese yeah yeah there's some things that we we think very much the same on and some things we think we think very differently on but we're also very we we've very we've had sort of similar experiences with friendship groups with men with just very similar life experiences that makes us very cautious about what we say to people how we act to people and um there's been you know there have been times where i've said like look i don't want to offend you i don't know whether i've misunderstood the way you've said something but it came across a little bit uh, like judgmental and and she's come back and said yeah okay i'm sorry and then she said to me once like i don't know if you're just stressed but this has come across as like quite a like passive aggressive Mm. message and I'm like oh my god I didn't even mean that like so we have that friendship where we can call each other out but we're also very careful about how we call each other out I think it's this helping to try and understand what that message or what that thing meant I think it's good that you can that especially with how close you are and everything else that you can do that because there's this understanding that you want to understand each other and you want to know what that meant to try and like if there is anything that needs to be like fixed and everything else you can do that i think i've got um people from from where i grew up i um i i've just got on social media now i don't really speak to them that much anymore and i think a lot of it changed when i moved when i moved from there um there's a big thing around that and 
when I went to meet up with them again, like a few years later, the whole dynamic completely changed. Oh wow! Is that like we com- we 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 grew up essentially, and I w- I would like I'm not tooting my own horn, but I am going to. I was kind of like <laughs> the the main out of our, like our friendship group from back home. I was like the main catalyst. Like the linchpin. That yeah, kept I everyone. did. I did everything. I got people out to play. We uh, we did all kinds of things. I was like that main, like focal point of the whole, of the whole like village that we were we were in, um, and I I'd like to say that I made friends quite easily. I've got like a good judge of character with that. But we just stay in touch on social media now, um, and I've known them since I was about like five or six, really. Um, and there's some people which I don't speak to anymore from back home, um, just for specific reasons that we don't need to go into right now um and then from school i keep um again they're just more acquaintances really but it's like what you what you do if there's um if they posted something you say oh lovely brilliant well done congratulations those are people who've had babies and gotten married and got like puppies or oh, another bottle of wine and you just you just keep in touch that way then obviously you've got like college and that you're obviously progressing through everything I keep in touch with some people and then you just you don't again you don't have to um, speak to them all the time it's just you check in now and again just to say like hey how are you is Mm. everything okay and then it's nice to get the updates of how they are what they've been doing and then they go to work or anything else and then you don't speak to them for a long time after that and it's fine because we know that we're, we're both busy and everything else and it's really nice to have that connection I think my biggest connections with friends are definitely through work I've got um, from the hotel that I still can call it obviously yourself um, Chantel uh, um, Gosha definitely I've speak to there I speak to her um, Christy and Kirsty these are all from um, from reception that was like my my last team that I was with, um, and some of the, some of the managers randomly are like like things. However, there's some people that I've blocked because I don't want to have I don't want to keep up that thing. And you don't really you're not really that fan of many people from there. Uh, <laughs> and also, um, I don't I don't feel like on social media, you know, when people like stuff, but you, they don't really like it. And they don't really they're not really happy for that person. They just like it to be seen to be liking it it's kind of a weird kind of obligation that your friends on social media so if anything does if they do post anything you like it just for the hell of liking it yeah that's not me i'll be i'm just so like over it like i have like less than 100 people on my instagram it's private the only people i have on it are people that i would like to keep updated with to see what they're up to and Mm. allow them to see what i'm doing like i don't need thousands of strangers to be like oh yeah we love whatever this and I'm, I'm not interested enough to have a thousand strangers like what I do but at the same at the same time I just feel like I there, there's friends and then there's social media friends and social media friends aren't real friends oh no no like there's people you keep in touch with through social media like I said you know I'll keep in touch with people through yeah. social media and I will message them and I'll see stuff and I'll comment and things like that but then there's literally people that are only your friend to be seen as your friend 
Yes. It's very two-dimensional. It's just literally so that people can see that they are... Your friend, you're associated. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not for that. No, I, it's, I probably do have some people like that, and I think I probably need to have a long, hard look at myself in the mirror later. I think, especially in school, when especially when um, social media is like, what kind of went out there and was like in full force there was a race to have like so many people like oh i got um 300 followers last week and everything else is like okay oh lovely i've got 20 deal mine, with mine was like where, where were you on the uh myspace are you in the top someone's top 16 people on myspace because you had like a a grid and you could put people up there and if you had an argument with a friend you'd take them off oh, oh do you remember bebo else? i didn't have a bebo i i ashamedly had had Bebo um, there was that whole thing of people getting really attacked on Bebo so my um, my gran at the time told me not to go on there anymore and if I did go on there I had to make sure that she didn't know that I was on there so, oh. I'd, so I'd flick between like doing um, coursework and then like going back I had a little mirror on my desk so I could see behind me if he was coming <laughs> if, I, if I saw people come I'd just change and be like yeah, yeah, yeah I'm doing my history did you ever have um, MSN Messenger Yes, and then you would log on and off to like get attention to people, and then you'd be like, like, hey, and then you'd get like the massive like winky faces, or the nudge, and your whole screen would shake. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. That that, like, I do feel like that's really weird that we had that those days because, for me, that was the point where I used to go out with my friends and like walk walk the streets or whatever, like hang out, hang out with your friends. You'd go round to someone's house or you'd go wherever like we weren't hooligans but we were out we weren't we didn't tend to like hang in someone's house no um so it was weird because you'd literally like log into msn messenger to like see your friends and then maybe a few of the other people that you wanted wished would acknowledge you and somehow you'd managed to get their login or their screen name and so now they were in your list or whatever You'd go, oh um, my god, I've got this person. Oh, I feel so lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think, oh my god, Vom. But, <laughs> um, and, but the thing is, you'd log on, you'd chat to them, and then you'd like, in like 15 minutes, you'd be out hanging out with them anyway. It was like, for me, when social media just started, it, I was still at, it was still very new. So it was a little bit weird. Um, but now social media, the, the level of friendships, and like I said, the two-dimensional, and then the actual keeping in touch with people, I'm very aware of it now, and I just don't have the time for fake. For fakeness? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, oh dear. I think I follow, especially with Instagram, I follow people because I, I find them funny, uh, but I don't get I don't get anything from it. I think I don't have a lot of people from like my past and whatever from from school. I think I have a few people, but I think that's about I think that's about it really. I speak to I keep in probably regular contact with about ten or twenty people. Yeah. I think, and sometimes we especially with um, fleeting friendships, they they're good for you when you have that in your moments, in your time, and then when you say, like, if you leave a job or you go somewhere else, they're kind of like, you've had that time, you're not going to really be speaking to them all the time anymore, they kind of drift away, and it's like, yeah. they've had their purpose, you've, yeah. you've enjoyed the time, you can look back on it 
been raced into glasses and you had a lovely time yeah, it's like memories. yeah and then you you move on yeah and it's and it's nice you shouldn't there's nothing negative about that i feel like there are certain friendships that last a lifetime and they are you know few and far between yeah. and they are special and they are unique and it like a like I said in a previous podcast, I feel like it's there's almost like that soul connection, like that soulmate. There's yeah. something extremely rare and special for the people that last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are also friendships that last for for a specific amount of time, and that's fine because if you had every single friend in your life from the moment you live to the moment you die. You wouldn't have time to work, to live, to find a partner, to do anything because you'd be constantly dealing with like 200 friends because everybody is a friend for life. Like it oh, just I doesn't, be dealing it doesn't work like that. And I think it's, it's you know, friends do drift and it's nothing to feel bad about or negative about. But I do think that's something, again, you realise as you get older because you do go through these cycle of friendships and you do go through these things where people drift and I know they say if you've had a friend for like what eight is it eight years I think it's ten years or ten years they're a friend for life mm-hmm. like that I can kind of understand because you've gone through ups through downs through probably a million different li- stages in your life before you get to that ten years yeah so I complete I completely understand where that comes from but I also reckon there are there could be a few people that you know, if a friendship became toxic, I would now happily just cut, cut, cut the cord, see you later, I've given you a, a, a second chance already, and now you've been toxic, so you're gone. And then there's also people that, if we drifted after 10 years, there's, you know, I feel like there's a friend I've got at the moment that's sort of on that edge, We, you know, we've been close for over, for coming up for 10 years, and... Um, we're starting to get that little bit it's a bit longer between communication but it's never negative it's never nasty it's never well you haven't messaged me or why whatever it's just like oh hey I saw you did this thing are you okay how's it going how did you do any news on this any news on that like if they drifted would I miss them I know it sounds really harsh but no no um, but does that just mean that it ran its course? You know, it's not... Friends aren't just friends when they're useful. Like, you can't say that their their worth is gone because you don't have friendships for the sake of someone's worth to you. You don't, you don't have them as a friend for their value. You have them as a friend for their personality and because you want to hang out with them and have some like time. Them. Yeah. But at the same time, people do change people evolve people have you know different experiences that changes their outlook or they get like like i've said a million times they get caught up in life so you just don't have time for that many friends so they shrink their friendship group down and sometimes you're in the fact that they're trimming you know yeah i think it's just one of the it's one of those things that happens it's not um specific to one person or for me and you it's for everyone but with uh, a group that i'm in at the moment i think i only speak really just to there's like four or five of us only speak just to one of them and we got on really well as one of the kind of first people that I spoke to at a previous job and we have like a a social chat and everything but we don't really speak to that many people 
um, to, to many of them anymore. They've moved on. They've got um, other another job. They've got new friends and everything else. And obviously, they're doing things with them, and it's absolutely fine. And I love the time that we that we had together. Obviously, this person, I we've I think we connect more on a deeper level, and we've um, we've kept up that contact, and that's absolutely fine. And with other ones, it's they've in a sense they have run their course at that point yeah and uh, you shouldn't put that time and energy into keeping that up because they're only going to just randomly message here and then and they're not going to bother because yeah. you've messaged then they feel obligated to message back and I don't want that no. I, want pe- I want the people that I speak to and that I've kept my friendships with, up with I want to invest the time in people that actually do do care about me and I yeah. think that's out of everything I think that's the most important thing now that I've now growing up more you want to invest time properly into people yeah because I've had friendships that you know you're friends with someone for a long time it develops into something more you know Um, it could be friends with benefits it could be getting into that like relationship or early dating thing where you're just sort of sounding it out and sometimes I've had the friendship where well, actually, to be honest, when that's happened, I have remained friends with them afterwards. But I've had a couple where we've remained friends and they've dated other people and I've been absolutely fine with it. And then I start dating someone else and they get funny about it and I lose a friendship because of that. It's probably because they're insecure over it. Yeah, but the thing is, in those situations, it's either been a mutual agreement to go back to being friends or it's actually in fact been their decision to go back to being friends not the mine other way around, yeah. so like I've had to get over the whole I've been crushing on them quite hard to then go back into the friend friend zone as people call mm. it which I hate I hate it being called the friend zone but you know you go back to being friends I have to watch them move on and start dating other people and be happy for them which I am because I care about them and I want them to be happy but then they're not happy to reciprocate the friendship. And at that point, that's where I've cut it off because I can't do drama. I can't do the negativity. If I have treated you with respect and been happy for you, you need to treat me with respect and be happy for me. Yeah. But I've also had situations where friendships have blurred lines in a polite way to put it. Yeah. And we've gone back to being friends and it's as if nothing even happened. Like, mm. you know, we tried it, it didn't work it's done you know for whatever reason you lick your wounds you get over it and then you move on you move on and and now we're friends as if nothing even happened you know we we joke about it but it's not in a weird way it's not awkward it's just that phase because i've also had people that i've dated that have now become friends as well um oh wow and it's it is it is that thing of it usually it is they've ended it and but they have wanted to stay friends and I've had to sort of lick my wounds and get over it and watch them move on with other people which is extremely hard and you know it bruises your ego a little bit to see them having with someone else and go well what have they got that I haven't got mm. but at the same time it's your friend and you're happy to see them happy with somebody somebody else yeah of course um and to be honest some some of those friendships are the best friendships I had because to be honest if someone's seen you during sexy time 
it, it's not really flattering. Nobody looks good, good. during sexy yeah. time, you know. It, it's it's not it's not sexy like they make it out in the movies. And if you've been that open and vulnerable with somebody and they've seen that side to you, and they then, still want to be friends. And after. they still want to be friends after. They you can pretty much tell them anything and they're not going to judge you. No. So, <laughs> in a in a way, they're some of the best friendships I have. So, friendships come in all shapes and sizes. It's it, and they come in a million different ways to you, and some last and some don't. But I think what I've learned now is to just accept friendships as what they are, to give myself standards in friendships so you know if someone is not treating me the way I feel is right or the way I would treat them to call it out mm-hmm. and just to accept that some people aren't meant to be in your life forever and some are and to value the ones that are yeah absolutely I think that's that's a really good thing yeah I think I like that I think on that I think it's such a lovely point to end on actually I Aww. think I think well done thanks <laughs> I think yeah so we'll finish it there thank you very much for listening and it's goodbye from her you had to think then didn't you I know is I it did. her or him yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> and it's goodbye from him <laughs> <laughs> alright then see you later bye, bye.